0: Welcome to the podcast. Yes, I am back. I know it has been a minute. If you've been following me uh, and listening to the podcast, it has been a minute. But hey, I'm still here. I'm still faithful to the cause. I'm still faithful to our mission of spreading truth and especially to you, my youth. My teenagers, my young people, heck, even my adults, that listen, because this is the podcast that preaches truth, not Micah's truth, not the world's truth, not your politician's truth, not the government truth, but the actual biblical truth, what we really know is true in a world that's full of lies and deceit and half-truths, right? It's, it is very frustrating, Uh, To live in our culture today where you're just really not sure what to believe. So, anyways, we are back on a mission of truth. And today, guys, I have a good podcast. I I really wanted to do this back at the end of last year, uh, which, if you're currently listening, it is January of 2023. Um, You may listen to this years from now. You may be listening to this today when I put it out. But Regardless, I'm glad you're listening. I'm glad you're getting some of this biblical truth. But like I was saying, so I wanted to do this podcast back at the end of last year. I actually did this message for a, a local youth group here in town and have kind of continued to to build on this, this topic and continue to, for God, I honestly, to work it in my life even more so. Um, and it's a continual theme. And the more I think about it and the more I, I pray about it, And the more I see it in our culture, it is a huge key to life, guys. And if you've already seen the title, then you know it is about patience. Patience is such a vital key to life. And again, you know this podcast, I'm preaching biblical truth because I want you to have spiritual truth. I want you to be able to grow closer in your relationship to Christ. But I also want you to succeed in life. I mean, look, I'm not just about hey, let's, let's do spiritual and let's end our game there. No, I'm about a well-rounded individual. I want you to succeed in all aspects of life. And this is one of those aspects that will really take you to a whole nother level in every part of your life, from your spiritual walk to your to career, to academics, to your athletics, to hobbies, to business, to anything. If you will learn patience, you will be so far ahead of the game. Uh, and this, this message of patience probably wasn't something that really was needed years and years ago. Uh, but as society has began to get more technology, w- with more technology and more advanced and more impatient, we just don't have the patience like we used to. Look, I, I'm, I don't have the patience I used to. And it's tough. Like, it's one of those disciplines, and I'm calling it a skill, It is a skill. It's not something you're born with that you have to learn and develop and build upon. And it is tough. I mean, we literally live in a society where we want things instantly. Like when you send a text message, if you don't get a text message back within like a few moments or or minutes, like you're frustrated, like, why aren't they responding to my text? When you order something from Amazon, if you don't get it the next day, it's frustrating. Like, you don't even want to wait two days, much less weeks, what it used to take. Uh, When you go to Chick fil A, you don't want to wait two minutes for your food, right? Like, you want it now, you want it under 60 seconds, and it better be hot and fresh and good and perfect. We are just an impatient society. And if you think back years ago, maybe you're young and you don't even, you can't even comprehend this. But for those that are my age and older, before cell phones, I mean, you, you were literally like calling on someone's home phone and they may or not be there. They may not pick up. You may leave a, a, a message with them and they may not get it for the next day. Um, if you were communicating with someone that you met from, from uh, far away. All right, well, I used to go to student camps and I would meet someone there It's not like today, you just swap the old text messages or you swap the social media accounts and you're instantly in communication with them within seconds, instant. What we had to do is we had to get home addresses and we had to write letters. And literally you would write a letter, you'd put it in the mail, you'd wait about a week for them to get it, they would read it, and then hopefully they respond immediately If they would respond immediately, then they would put a letter back in the mail. So you're looking at a two weeks time frame from the time you wrote a letter to the time you got a response. Like, hey, how are you? Well, they may have been fine two weeks ago and life may be a disaster two weeks later. Like it just was such a delayed process. So you can imagine that didn't last very long. You, you would literally text maybe or not text. You would write letters for maybe two or three times if you really like that person. And then it just it's too hard. It's too difficult. And it's too, too much of a time gap. Um, so you just you kind of fall off. You know, you, it's not like, again, instant. So there was patience involved. Same thing if you bought something. You know, you'd have to wait shipping for a couple weeks or something. It just, it's not like it is today. And look, we've all got accustomed to that. We all want things quicker, faster than what we had it the day before. And that's just a society we live in. And that's okay. I mean, that's good. Like, I'm glad we have some of these advances. But here's what we have to be careful of. It has taught us Impatience. We are not patient people. Impatience is a big part of life. It really, really is. Um, Nothing in life really that's good or worthwhile comes instantly. It's usually time. If you think about a relationship, for instance, you're not going to just automatically be best friends or in this great relationship with someone instantly. Yes, there are cases where you're going to hit it off, and you immediately kind of become friends because there's just this chemistry. But there's not a whole lot of depth there. You just haven't had time to build depth. You haven't gone through situations together. You, you don't know enough about each other in depth to really have a quality relationship. It's those relationships over time, extended period of time, that really have depth and really have more value. And you can't rush that. That just takes time. It takes life experiences. Um, same thing with business. Uh, look, I started a business years ago, 2017, 2018, I started Grid Army and I thought, Hey man, this thing is going to take off. I mean, I felt like I had a great product and it felt like a good targeted market and it just doesn't happen. I mean, yeah, we we've done good, but we're nowhere near where I thought we would be in the first year. And here it is years later, right? We're like four, four years in now. Um, five years, getting close to five years, anyways. So it's like um, things just take time. If you're building something quality, now sure, you could kind of rush things and maybe expedite it. But if you're trying to build a solid reputation, which I was trying to do with Grid, I mean, still am. You can't rush a good reputation, right? It takes a while. People have to get your products. They have to test your products multiple times. It's not just a one-time test. Do these socks really work? Are they really quality? Okay, well, I've worn them now once or twice or for a couple races, and then they've got to tell other people. And it just takes time and it just spreads, and then you maybe tweak your product a little bit, make it a little bit better, and as you build, uh, continue to build a following and, and client base, that just takes time. And as much as you'd like to rush it you just can't rush it. And it's taught me that I've got to back off. I have to have some patience. Look at Lois Ann. You know, she was in a sales manager job, which it took forever, you know, quote unquote, forever to get to that level, to be a, a national sales manager. It started way, way back years ago when we first got married. And she was literally on the phone selling magazine advertising because she needed to get experience and she needed to learn how to do sales. And as time went on, she became a a great leader, a great sales person, and then became a manager. And you just couldn't rush that. And then she decided, hey, I want to own my own Chick-fil-A. Well, she didn't know a whole lot about Chick-fil-A. And that's a process of learning. She started the interview process. And again, something that we thought would take maybe a year, which is a long time. If you're interviewing for a job for a year, bro, that's a long time. Well, it took five years you talk about patience man God was teaching us patience through that whole situation of like oh my gosh when's it gonna happen when's it gonna happen we felt like it should happen by now or if you know or if it's not just close the door and so it was like this do we keep going do we not uh, it was this long strung out process but it wound up being a great thing because it was God's timing God was preparing the way and that was something that we had to learn. Just because you feel like maybe you're ready, which, you know, I I would almost question that because a lot of times we're probably not as ready as we think. Um, God was not ready or didn't feel like we were ready because it wasn't God's timing. And as things finally played out, we can kind of look back and see, okay, well, here's some things that would have gone totally different had the timing been when when Lois and I wanted it to happen versus when God wanted it to happen. Obviously, we wouldn't be here in Alexander City, no telling where we would be if we were pushing it through on our own agenda versus, versus his agenda. Um, but I could go on and on with examples of if you rush things, you may end up in trouble. Um, there's a great proverb, Proverbs 14:29 says, patience leads to abundant understanding. But impatience leads to stupid mistakes. Patience leads to abundant understanding, but impatience leads to stupid mistakes. Believe me, I've rushed things and I've done stupid mistakes. Um, I've always kind of been this entrepreneur inside, you know, like to some extent, like this entrepreneur spirit. And so uh, not too long after Lois and I married, I was always looking for opportunities, you know, business opportunities, investment opportunities. And there have been a couple of investment opportunities and business opportunities that I jumped the gun. I was impatient. I didn't do as much due diligence as I should have. You know, I kind of just looked at the positive, just looked at the headline and thought, hey, that's good, you know, and just jumped right in without really being patient and wanting to kind of really dig in and, and look at more details. And it cost us a lot of money. We lost a lot of money on a couple of different occasions because really it was more me. I think, you know, then Lois saying I'll take the blame on it. That I was just impatient, you know, like I was just ready to go, 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 go. Let's move. Let's get it going. You know, let's do this. And it costs. It costs us. Leads to stupid mistakes like Proverbs 29. I should have been more patient. Um, but again, again, I could go over a bunch of these situations in my life. It's just, it is what it is. Um, you know, I, I like to, to listen to a guy named Gary V, Gary Vanderchuck, um, when it comes to like business, because he's, He's got so much knowledge and so much uh, valuable information, and he's always preaching patience. In business, entrepreneurship, he's like, you just have to play the long game. If you're in it for the short game, if you're in it for a short term or quick profits, you're probably going to make bad mistakes. Um, if you're trying to get quick sales, you may be doing something shady or throwing out something that's not quality, versus if you're playing for the 10-year, 20-year lifetime down the road, you're probably doing the right things because you're trying to build, again, that reputation we talked about. You're, you're wanting people to have a good experience, and so it takes time for that to happen. So he's always preaching patience, patience, patience. It's about the long term. It's about uh, playing, playing the game of, of business for life, not just for a short-term profit. Um, he even created a character called the Patient Panda <laughs> because he talks about patience, so much. And it's one of his more popular V friends, by the way, side note there. Um, Think about sports. Think about instruments. All you musicians out there. Yes, there are some of those people that are just highly blessed and talented that you pick up a ball and you're just great at it. You pick up a musical instrument and you are just great at it. Uh, But even then you're probably not an expert. You have to really work at it. It takes time to continue to develop that talent or that skill And again, for average people, for most people, no matter what it is you do, you're probably going to suck at it in the beginning, whether that be podcasting, uh, vlogging, um, a sport, an instrument, you're probably not going to be very good in the beginning. It takes time. You have to learn it. You know, a foreign language, for instance, you're not going to be good at it if it's a foreign language that you've never spoken or never even looked at. It takes time. And lots and lots of practice and lots and lots of energy. Um, There's this book called The Outliers, um, and he talks about, and the guy's name is Malcolm Gladwell, and he talks about in there, in order for you to be an expert in something, it takes 10,000 hours. Now, of course, that's an approximate number. It's not like when you hit exactly 10,000, you are the official expert. Um, He just says, look, through studying, if you're to be an expert, you're going to have to put in 10,000 hours of intense practice to master some kind of complex skill or, um, you know, a material. It can be something like an instrument or foreign language or, or you know, just really anything to be an expert, 10,000 hours. Now, that's a big number. Um, so all, all you math whizzes out there, here we go. If we have a 40-hour work week, most jobs are 40 hours a week. You're working about eight day, eight hours for like five days a week, okay? So that's 40-hour work week. So let's just say your job, okay? If you work the job, 40 hours, and you're doing that skill for all eight hours, which most jobs, you're not doing the exact same skill. You're not doing the exact same job. It's usually like, you know, you're doing different, unless you're on an assembly line, I guess, doing the exact same thing over and over and over. For the most part, you're, you're doing variations. But let's just say you're doing the exact same task an intense practice, eight hours, 40 hours a week, and you only took two weeks off a year, maybe for vacation, for holidays, uh, Sick days, you know how long it's going to take you to master that skill? Five years. Five years of doing the same task skill, eight hours a day, five days a week, 40 hours a week for 50 weeks out of the year. That's a lot. It's a long time. You know, we, we like to think we can master something in a month, a few days, Um few weeks, maybe a year. How about five years of doing it all the time? Now, what about reality? What about, like, honestly, if we're just trying to pick up a new skill, if we're doing a hobby, maybe it's you're practicing a sport uh, or, you know, trying to pick up an instrument to do it on the side. If you really want to master that, and let's say you can only devote an hour a day, but you're going to do it every single day, all seven days, and you don't miss a day. You're sick. You're on Holiday, vacation, you are practicing that skill. That's obviously, my math geniuses, that's one hour a day for 10,000 hours. That's 10,000 days. It would take you over 27 years. 27 years, all you side hustlers out there trying to learn that hobby or that skill, or all you athletes out there trying to be an expert. If you're practicing an hour a day at your sport, you're not going to be an expert for 27 years if you're only doing an hour a day. That's crazy. Now, you may get good and you may even be great, but to really be an expert in that field. Who has the patience to do that? Think about it. Do you, do you love something enough? Do you have the patience enough to go 10,000 hours? That's a lot. That is a lot. And here's the reality. Most people don't have that kind of patience. So, here's another example for you. Think about a farmer. What does a farmer do? Well, he's usually planting something, growing something. He plants a seed. It doesn't come up immediately. It takes time, right? you got to water it, maybe fertilize it, take care of it. Over time, it eventually will grow. It will eventually sprout. But it takes a while, you know, it's got to have sunshine. It's got to be cared for, uh, but it takes time. So, so a farmer can't expect to have a harvest immediately. He's got to be patient. You got to wait. When's it coming? Well, you got to just wait on it and see what happens. But here's the cool thing. Just because you plant one seed doesn't mean you get one harvest, Right? Some seeds produce multiple. Uh, for instance, as, as a kid, my grandparents grew watermelons. We had multiple uh, vegetables and fruits in our, in our garden. And so watermelons was one of the fruits that we had. And uh, it was always fun to, to go watch the watermelons grow and to go pick them. Although those suckers were heavy when you, when you start loading down the truck and, and trying to carry them. But anyways, if you planted just one watermelon seed, um, you could produce You know, one plant, and that one plant could produce two to four watermelons per cycle. And a plant may have two or three cycles per harvest. You know, corn is very similar to a watermelon. You can get two to four ears of corn per plant. We also had green beans. Green beans, even more so. One plant can produce 120 beans. So if you're patient, just because you're planting a seed or two, And you're wanting to rush it. If you're patient and you're watering it and you're helping it, your harvest may be two, three, four multiples return. But we get impatient. A lot of times we don't like to wait. Let's look at the Bible. Let's look at an example of what happened when this particular couple decided to be impatient with God. It's the story of Abram and Sarai. Now, later, God changed their name to Abraham and Sarah. So those two names may sound a little more familiar to you. But in the beginning, it was Abram and Sarai. And they were getting up in age, and they didn't have kids. And they were kind of like, well, I guess maybe kids are not in the play. You know, they're not in the plan for God. But God says, look, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to make you a father of nations, Abraham. And he's kind of like... Well, that sure uh, doesn't look like it's happening. Time keeps ticking away and they begin to get impatient. Look, and I don't doubt them because you know what? They were up in age. They were like 85 years old. <laughs> For us today, if we're in the, you know, 20s and we don't have kids or 30s, we're probably like, oh, I guess it's not happening. 85 years old and they still, they were trying, okay? But Sarah just wasn't getting pregnant or Sarai at the time, was not getting pregnant. So what'd they do? Well, maybe we should do something on our own. Let's devise a plan. So Sarai decides to go get her maidservant to bear a child on her behalf. Her name was Hagar. So Genesis chapter 16, verses 15 and 16 says this. Hagar gave birth to a son for Abram, and Abram named his name Ishmael. Abram was 86 years old when Hagar gave birth to Ishmael for Abram. So, 86 years old, he's now got his son. Yes, right? Abram's happy. He's got a son. Sarah's all happy because her plan happened. Now she can give her, her, her man, Abram, a, a son, though technically it wasn't hers, but at least she was kind of part of it. To some extent, you know, like she's going to raise this child and kind of be the mother. Well, that didn't really go as planned. As you could imagine, now Sarah's like, wait a second. Now he's got this connection with Hagar. And now Sarah begins to have jealousy issues, right? Hey, you can't blame her. Like, what the heck? But I mean, you can blame her, I guess, kind of, because it was her idea but things are not going like she thought. So now there's this animosity. So she's jealous because Hagar gave birth and Hagar's kind of like, well, this was really my baby, but yes, I'm kind of doing it for Abram and for, for you, Sarah. Uh, but it just wasn't going to work. So now there's, there's all sorts of issues. So Sarah kind of kicks her out and she's all mad. And now Hagar's, you know, left to flee in the wilderness and just not good, right? Just not good. Not a good situation. Well, guess what happens 14 years later? Yes, almost 100 years old now. (sighs) 14 years after all this, Sarah, now Sarah, God changes their name from Abraham, from Abram to Abraham and from Sarah to Sarah. Sarah's pregnant and now she's going to have a son here it is in Genesis chapter 21, verses 1 through 7. The Lord was attentive to Sarah just as he had said. Again, he had promised her this. And the Lord carried out just what he had promised her. She became pregnant and gave birth to a son for Abraham when he was old. And at the very time God had told him, Abraham, name his son Isaac, Isaac. Now, Abraham was 100 years old when his son Isaac was born. And Sarah said, God has given me laughter. Everyone who hears about it will laugh with me, she said. Who could have told Abraham and Sarah would nurse sons? But now I've given birth to a son when he was old. So guess what? God had promised it. God had promised Abraham, well, you're going to be a father of nations. So Isaac goes on to become the father of 12 sons who end up being the 12 tribes of Israel. How huge is that? Now, guess what? Ishmael went on to be a leader as well. Uh, The interesting thing is the world religion of Islam traces their origins back to Muhammad, who is the prophet of Islam and is the grandson of Ishmael. So Muhammad is the grandson of Ishmael, and Muhammad is the prophet for Islam. Makes you kind of think, if Abram and Sarai, if they were obedient way back when, and never had Ishmael, would we still have Islam today? And all the issues that we've been having with cultural wars, religious wars, I don't know. I mean, perhaps it still would have happened through a different route. But yeah, I think we can kind of blame Abram and Sarah on that one. Um, interesting. And look, that I don't know if I could have waited either. You know, like if I'm 86 years old and God promised me to have kids and I'm like, bro, this ain't happening anymore. Yeah, I probably would have got impatient and done something too. But it just goes to show you our timing is not God's timing. God is a God of promise. He's going to fulfill those promises. And it's not about our timing and our wants and desires. It's his timing, and he knows what's best. He had this all planned out. But they took it in their own hands, just like we can do the same thing. And it makes you kind of wonder, how many times have we jumped in and did things ourselves instead of letting the play run as God wanted it to run? you know we begin calling audibles and making changes to play thinking that we you know we know best and in reality guys I was like no 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 this was the play that i called this is what i wanted you were just impatient you didn't let it play out like i wanted you to and i get it guys it is hard to be patient it is hard cuz we want to see results man we we diet for for 4 weeks and We can't see our abs and can't see muscles. And we're like, well, this this sucks. This doesn't work. And we ditch it. When if we'd gone a full year, we'd probably see amazing results. You know, same thing with businesses. We get in jobs and we don't get promoted right away. Man, we've been working for a freaking month. How come I haven't gotten a raise? Why don't I have a promotion? Why don't I have a new job title? We get impatient and we leave that job and start another job. We constantly are hopping from one thing to the next where if we were patient and waited and kept working diligently and kept seeking God, he would probably bless that. Well, I know he'll bless it if we're doing his will. And if we're patient and let it play out, it's going to be for His glory and for His His honor. Ladies, don't get impatient and marry Mr. Wrong thinking Mr. Right's never coming. Don't settle. Just because you are 20 and, and graduating college, you know, doesn't mean that you're never going to get married. Guys, don't settle for... Miss wrong thinking she's Miss right because she meets some of the qualities and you feel like your your time frame is diminishing. Don't rush it. Don't rush it. Don't rush your career. Don't rush your life. Don't re- rush relationships. Be patient. When I say be patient, I don't mean sit around and do nothing. Okay, You're not just sitting on the couch waiting for God to give you the girl of your dreams. You're not sitting on the couch waiting for your business to to, to soar. Right. You're still working. You're still diligently going towards these goals and these dreams, but you're not rushing ahead of God. You're being patient. And look, here's the thing. Again, I, I want you to be successful in life. And, that, and that's in every aspect. OK, when we wait on God and we don't rush, we're going to make life easier for ourselves. Okay, when we start doing things out of our our own intentions and desires because we're impatient with God, we're probably going to make mistakes. And it's probably going to set us back. We may miss out on some blessings of God because we're doing that. And I don't want you to miss out on God's blessing. I don't want you to miss out on on Him using you to the fullest. So aside from the spiritual aspect of patience helping you, it's going to help you in your careers. Look, like I just said, The further we go in in our society and the more, you know, generations that come, I think every generation is going to be even less patient, right? More impatient and wanting things now, 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 which means if you'll learn patience, you're going to kick butt. You're going to be a winner because majority of them are not going to be patient enough. They're never going to put 10,000 hours towards becoming an expert they're going to think they can watch a couple YouTube videos, uh, listen to a couple podcasts, go to a seminar or two, and they're going to be the expert. Look, look at all these young 18 year old, 20 year old life coaches. Bro, they don't know Jack. You, you're a life coach at 20. Man, you, you're just a baby getting started. But they think they're the expert, but they haven't put on the time. They just want to be the expert. Same thing with these young 20-year-old entrepreneurs. Man, you haven't put in the time and gone through enough to be an expert yet. You may have knowledge, but that's not an expert. So you want to win in life? Put in that 10,000 hours. Put in the effort to be patient, work diligently, become the expert at whatever your job, your career, the relationship, the business, whatever it is, and then you will win in the end. Look, that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast. It's not where I wanted it to be. I've been doing it for a few years now. Yes, I did take a long break there uh, at the end of the year. But I'm I'm still doing it because I know I'm putting out content that will be valuable for at least someone. And this is going to stay forever. You know, hopefully it'll be forever existing when I'm long gone that someone can access this podcast and get value out of it. I did the same thing for the YouTube I was hoping our YouTube channel would be a lot larger than it is now. We've been doing that for three and a half years. And we're at about 4,000 subscribers, which is great. Like, that's a blessing. But I honestly thought we'd be at a million subscribers by now. So, if you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel, be sure to do that. Murph Squad Vlogs, by the way. Uh, Shameless plug. But no, again, I know that I'm not doing it for the short-term gain. I'm doing it for the long haul. I'm trying to put out valuable content that at least a couple people maybe find value from, or maybe they're entertained by it. And hopefully it'll be there and people can watch it long after I'm gone and maybe find some, some value and be like, okay, you know, here's a Christian man or Christian family or the morals and the values. They talk about patience. They talk about grit. They, they work hard towards these God given goals, whatever. Like again, playing the long game, but I'm right there with you young people and adults listening. You have to battle every day, fight, and be patient. Fight and be patient. Seek God. Let God do the big things. Wait on his timing. Guys, I appreciate you uh, tuning in. Listen to this podcast again. Share it with those that are that uh, you think may benefit from it. Of course, because I want to continue to grow the podcast, and uh, we're going to get back and, and start getting some more consistent content out to you. Love you as always, and uh, we'll catch you guys in that next podcast. Bye bye. I speak my mind so freaks you could hear the truth. Yeah, know that we all have fear.